finding the good in me. My name is Becky Camberos, and I've always wanted to create a platform to be able to share some of my greatest challenges, a place we can talk with some experts to help us find some answers, share experiences of hope, inspiration, and laughter, and create a beautiful community while doing it. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's jump right in into today's episode. Today's episode wasn't what I had planned for episode three, but I want to share with you guys where I'm at in life. I had to take a couple of deep breaths before starting this episode because I am really going through it and I want to come up happy and uplifting, but right now is not a very uplifting time in my life and it's important for me to be open with you guys and let you guys in on what I'm going through. If you listen to the first two episodes, you probably realized I stopped putting out episodes for a little bit. And I want to start by saying it has been really hard to keep up with the episodes and record happy and uplifting content because of everything that is going on in the world, but mostly everything that is going on in my personal life. The reality is that I'm still in the trenches and in the middle of a very high conflict difficult situation involving my two oldest daughters. This issue truly has consumed my life, not only lately, but for the past two years. My goal with the first two episodes was to present to you guys a brief background of who I am, how did I end up with a podcast, why did I start a podcast, a little overview of the challenges I have faced for the past 36 years, and where did I come from. After that brief introduction, I truly wanted to make a couple of fun and lighthearted episodes. My goal with this podcast is to create a community, but also to show the reality of what the aftermath of divorce can look like sometimes. If you are listening to this episode today and you are going through a difficult situation, I want you to know that you are not alone. You are not broken. And I know it's really hard to understand right now why are you going through this situation, because it can feel unfair at times. But I know one thing to be true, and that is, it can only get better. And every experience is an opportunity to grow. I know that sounds very inspiring and beautiful, and sometimes circumstances are just difficult. And in my experience, the moment I start feeling like this, like it's all lost, like there's no way out, as when I let go and let God. And if you don't believe in God, you need to let the universe do its thing. What I mean by that is that putting my specific circumstances as an example, there is nothing much at all I can control in this situation, in the specific situation I am facing. And the only way I have been able to find any peace at all is by taking a step back and really taking things into perspective taking a look at the whole situation, find a lesson, and let go of control. Or let go of trying to control the outcome and trust that it will all work out at the end. When I started this podcast, I wasn't sure how much I was going to share of my specific situation. But I know there is someone just like me out there feeling defeated, inadequate, and ashamed. Because who looks forward to a messy situation involving your kids? Maybe this episode will help you know that you are amazing. This is just a chapter 
not the whole book, and that there's going to be a day where you and I are going to be on the other side of this issue and understand that everything happens for us, not to us. Like I said on my first episode, I have very much imposter syndrome trying to grow a podcast on the self-help space because I have yet to be on the other side of some of my battles. And instead, I'm in the middle of the storm. But I think that even though very scary, sharing my struggle in real time and sharing my heart might inspire you to keep going and feel less alone. I personally want to be mindful of the energy I bring into my house because I do have two young boys that need me at my best. And they are so young, they just soak everything in. For the most part, I'm able to compartmentalize everything and keep the issue involving my daughter separate. But some days are really hard, very heavy and very difficult. When I started preparing and planning the podcast, Somehow I thought that by the time the podcast would air, the specific situation I've been facing for the past couple of years would be sorted. And I was going to be able to come on here and share my success story of how after everything going wrong, one day you were able to see the light and be on the other side of that great challenge. Turns out I'm still here in the thick of it. And even though I'm not a success story yet, I can share with you guys what I've done to overcome and deal with this overload of stress. I feel topics like divorce and the aftermath of divorce can be so complex, heavy, and have so many moving parts. Sometimes I can find the words to share it with my own family or friends because I feel like this issue is so loaded and never easy to explain. Sometimes it's not that I don't have the words. Sometimes I feel this load is so much for me to bear. I don't want to burden anyone else with it. And I think that is one of the biggest hurdles that come with divorce. You don't want to be that friend that goes on and on about your crazy ex. You don't want to be that friend that every time you meet up with your girlfriends, all you guys end up talking about is whatever shenanigans your ex is currently putting you through. I believe we all need a friend that allows you to sit there and just be miserable and cry and doesn't rush you to get over it. That just allows you to be petty and cry all the anguish and the pain away. I personally don't have that luxury because for starters, I wasn't born in Canada. And second, my ex was not very fond of me having friends. And after leaving him, making friends as an adult, single mom of two girls, felt nearly impossible. It's like all the adult females I encounter on my everyday life already had their established friends group and they weren't taking new members. Like, can we be for real and talk about how difficult it is to make friends when you are an adult? And I'm not going to lie, sometimes I catch myself watching people online with older friend group gathering up and I think, well, damn, that must be nice to have a solid group of women you can rely on, call on for a coffee date, go and get some nice dinner with, or just sit and chat about nothing. One of my goals for 2024 is to be more intentional about friendship 
and figure out where do one find friends in Canada. <laughs> I know women in Canada and I have girlfriends here in my city. Maybe it's just me. I just really haven't found that person that just, you know, just inspires you, that trustworthy, you know, just tell me anything, we'll bear the load together kind of scenario. Like I have people that I have kind of sort of touch on what I'm going through or things like that. And, you know, you just get that look, you know, like, yeesh. You know, that look of like, I don't know what to do with this load. Stop sharing it with me. (laughs) And I don't think it's wrong. I just would like to have somebody in real time to share not only my struggles, but to be girlfriends with. I just really would love a solid group of Canadian girlfriends. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Sometimes I think of what my life was before I came to Canada or before I made my ex, I should say. I used to be such a happy person. I used to be that person that would just cheer everyone up, be there for other people, be the life of the party in a way. And thinking about it now, I know that one thing my marriage with this person did was completely destroyed my personality. It is very sad now thinking about it, but that relationship really stole all joy and all the spark I had in me. And I don't want anyone or anything anymore to cloud my personality. I just want to be able to feel like me again. I have to be honest with you guys. I have been pausing and re-recording this episode too many times because I just can't get through it. I just have all of these emotions in my heart. And I want to be real with you guys. I'm just feeling really tired and really exhausted of this whole issue, the issue I keep talking about involving my daughters. I'm still not sure how or why I feel so compelled to share it. I just know it's a very, very lonely place. It's a very lonely issue and a, or a very lonely situation. And I never wanted to come on here so emotional and so raw, but, but God damn it, this has been so hard and so overwhelming and so difficult. And sometimes I do think, like, am I the only one in the universe experiencing something like this? Which by any means is not the worst. I know there's people dying right now as we speak. So I'm alive. There's that, right? (laughs) But I want this episode to one day reach that one other person in the world that is going through something similar, a very difficult custody battle situation with their ex. And I want you to know that if that person is you, you are an amazing mom. We just chose shitty partners. And even though right now it might not look like, I promise you, this is not because you are not a good mom. And I am telling myself this as well. Because if I could take all the pain and the burden my kids are feeling because of this back and forth, I would. But I can't. And I just have to let, let God and let life 
put all the pieces where they belong because I am, I have hit a wall. There's nothing else I could do. I just hope that is that person is you. Please know it's going to be okay. And you're an amazing mom. I'm trying to gather myself up. I just really think it's important for me to share with you guys the reality of, of how I'm feeling. Because I truly believe we will have a super cool community. And I want this to be the foundation of what I'm trying to create. I feel we worry too much about being perfect, sparkly, clean, shiny women. And not that crying on your own podcast is better, but I think we need more real life vulnerability out there too. I don't think there's anything wrong if you actually have a very together, sparkly, clean life. I think that's also a possibility in life. But if you are going through something difficult right now, I don't want you to feel like you're not worthy. And I truly want for the takeaway of me losing it a little bit on this episode is that we are all worthy regardless of what we're going through, regardless of what our life looks like. And I truly believe we are all trying our best and that's all we can do. Moving on with the live updates. <laughs> I have been trying to figure out how to put out more content and on what social media platform. I am personally not finding my group on Instagram. I feel that Instagram works very well for well-established brands slash established influencers, content creators. And I really want to grow this community and have a platform where we can all come together and share beauty tips, life hacks, mom hacks, all the things. And really a place we can all embrace each other for who we are. I find that Instagram can be very curated. Even though my home decor goal is to have white marble countertops, the beautiful house I'm in right now does not include the sparkly white kitchen I'm dreaming about. And I feel the content that does the best on Instagram is the very picture perfect. And when it comes to me trying to be myself, I feel I need more room for real content, more on hinge, if you will. I find TikTok embrace creators to be a little bit more on hinge and real. And even though you can still get the crispy white kitchen content and perfect edited videos, you can also find content recorded in a pink room with a ceiling fan and not so perfect lighting. And that's where I feel I will thrive <laughs> as a ceiling fan owner myself. <laughs> I want to embrace more of the real me. So I will be trying the TikTok waters and putting out content for my podcast and my personal page on TikTok. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> as far as my health journey is concerned, I stop posting my workouts because <laughs> I get into my own head and I'm like, mm, does anybody cares to see that I worked out today? <laughs> Even though I don't do it for people to know that I went and work out, I do it more so as an inspiration. Sometimes I get in my own head regarding the content I'm trying to put out and just like, 
you know, do the negative self-talk, like nobody cares, you know. <laughs> but my health journey definitely has become very much a priority in my life. I am also getting a hang of this whole healthy eating situation. And I am enjoying the process. I love how my body is not only looking different, but feels different from the inside out. I am also trying my darnest to become a morning person. But these babies, man, they're just all over the place. So my almost three-year-old is liking to wake up at night and come and sleep in our bed. And that's not working out great. And my baby, for some reason, is having a sleep regression and waking up at like 1, 2 a.m. for a feed. So needless to say, 5 a.m. wake up time, sometimes it's just impossible. Sometimes I'm just plain exhausted from an endless night with the boys. But I am determined to find a happy medium for sleep and workout routine. I also find when I start my days early, those days are very productive. I'm not only trying to balance my health, but also when and where to sneak in work. Or when would my work should be scheduled in. But I want to also be able to embrace the stage my baby said. This will be our last baby and I want to enjoy him as much as I can. I am in a very beautiful season and I want to give myself grace because nobody told me to start a podcast while raising all these babies. But it's something I honestly didn't want to postpone any longer. And it's truly giving me life. So I guess it will all be just a balancing act. <laughs> I am also a person that loves to constantly work on myself. It's hard for me to be complacent in a way, or be happy with where I'm at. And I am sure that has to be a flaw. Because we should be able to embrace where we are today. But I have to be honest and accept that sometimes I can help myself but feel like I'm behind. Like I should be way ahead as a mom, as a person, as an entrepreneur. And that is something I am really working on. I am super grateful for anyone that has taken the time out of their day to listen to my podcast and write me a sweet message on our Instagram page. I want to figure out a way to connect with you guys in real time. And I was thinking that maybe we could do a live, maybe on my personal page, do a live Q&A where maybe you guys can tell me topics you guys would like me to cover on the podcast. What have you enjoyed the most? And get to chat in real time. I am very proud of myself for going through all that I'm currently going through and still find the strength to keep going and not giving up on my dreams. I am manifesting a beautiful community of women and very successful business in the near future. I want to inspire you to go for it. Trust me, if I can do it, so can you. I know in my heart there will be a day where I will be on the other side of this issue. And together we will be able to celebrate and look back and reminiscing on how far we've come. I am so grateful for all that I've learned because of this situation. But mostly, I am grateful this situation has brought me closer to my partner and has brought me such a strong, beautiful relationship with him. I think that's everything as far as life updates is concerned. <laughs> 
I would like to make these life update episodes probably once a month and allow for us to connect more. Don't forget to follow me on TikTok for all my unhinged, unfiltered content coming up. (laughs) I have great episodes coming up with amazing guests. I promise you guys are going to love them. Hopefully there won't be more tears in the foreseeable future. But even if that's the case, that's okay. I am allowing myself to be sad and feel all that I need to feel instead of just rushing through it and going through the motions. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I'll talk to you all soon. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I hope this episode helped you in a big or small way. Don't forget to check out our show notes and the description for a rundown of the episode and all the important links. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with friends over social media, subscribe, and leave us a review. Let's continue the conversation over our Instagram page at Finding the Good in Me Pod. I really love to connect with you all and hearing your feedback. It really helps us to make this show better. See you next week.